What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This week, we have on Parker Blackburn, Garnet and Media's style leader or stylist, you know, head, right? Yeah, style director. Style director. Okay, cool. And we're here to talk about just what goes into her style process, how she styles other people, all that stuff like that. Um, but Parker, before we get into that, you know the name of this show, Fit Check. Go ahead and tell us what you're wearing right now. Okay, I was kind of excited. This is, um, I've been wearing sweatpants all day, so this is, I was like, ooh, time to have fun. Um, this is, uh, they're called Dickies. Um, they're really cool. They, like, um, are basically just a turtleneck and then, like, a piece of fabric underneath. So I use them a lot for layering because in South Carolina it gets super, super mm-hmm. hot, and I don't like wearing, like, a full turtleneck. So I have one of these on, and then I have a baby pink graphic tee. It has like a little girl that's like laying down. Um, and then I have these gingham pants. They're um, pastel blue and white gingham pants Ooh. that I got from. They look like this. That I got yeah. from um, the thrift store. And then I have this belt. It's a white belt. And then I got these shoes from Goodwill, and <laughs> they're, like, these pink and... Oh, nice. those are actually sick. Wait, are those, like, Thanks. platforms? No, they're uh, stiletto. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. I, I, I don't still have tops, so I thought they were platforms. I don't know. Very good yeah, fit. Very, very thank cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, I'm wearing just, I've been on planes all day, so I just went super casual. I went, I have a Dickies beanie, um, flannel I thrifted, uh, Norman, Oklahoma basketball t-shirt, uh, black Levi's that I wear way too much. And then just my beat up dirty old vans going super comfortable for today. Um, just cause I've been traveling. So let's get into it. Um, Parker, how did you originally kind of get into the whole fashion and clothes scene? Well, I knew that I wanted to do something with fashion ever since I was in, like, middle school. I always, liked. Um, I remember actually in seventh grade, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to wear a different outfit every day. I'm not going to wear the same outfit twice. <laughs> and so for that whole year in middle school, I didn't. But that's kind of um, my best friend in middle school was, like, super into it with me. So that's kind of where we got started. And um, then in high school, my English teacher – recommended that I join the newspaper because he said I was a really good writer and I had never thought about kind of combining those two interests before um and so that's kind of where I started my love of like writing for a fashion publication and like doing fashion media okay well I mean what do you write about when you write about fashion just like the whole thing or just certain you know you nitpick um just different topics a lot of times like what I've been doing now is um I'll organize like a photo shoot or I'll organize like um a campaign or something like that and then I'll write a piece to go along with it instead mm-hmm. of um I used to do um in quarantine when I was bored I did a lot of um runway reviews are like kind of my favorite and I like watching them so mm-hmm. I'll watch them and then I'll make my own 
Um, I love to do um, trend, like forecasting trends. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Have you seen any good like runway shows recently? Because I know that, um, oh. what was it? I think it was Celine came out with their new one recently. It was like, it was super weird. It was like a 13 minute film in like a Victorian era French castle. It was insane. It was super weird. Yes. But some of the pieces were really cool. But what about you? Um, I love, also I love um, like fashion runways set design. Like Chanel always has like an over the top like landscape. Yeah. Anything like that, like that is so cool. I love that fashion can kind of like, they really take it there and transform a space. Mm-hmm. Um, but one show that I really liked recently is Scaparelli. He did a lot of like 3D moldings and just like really cool, um, used really different materials and like stuff like that. Of course, I always love um, Iris Van Herpen. Her stuff mm-hmm. is always um, like emulated by nature or um, I think she did something on like bacteria, which you would think would Ooh. be like really like kind of weird, but it was yeah. really like gorgeous and cool. Yeah. And um, all of her, a lot of her clothes are 3D printed, which I think is oh, really? so cool. That's yeah, they're, they like move and like they're they're so cool. Wait, they 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 move? Yeah, they like, like they... they have like their movement to them or like I don't know how to even explain it, but they like. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you'll have to like, but it's, it's super cool. It's, Mm -hmm. um, those are probably my top two designers that I've been watching. Nice. Okay. Well back to you, I guess. I mean, how going from like middle school to high school, how has your personal style kind of changed over the course of your life? Oh Lord. Um, I feel like I've been in phases. Um, I kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Euphoria, but Mm -hmm. Jules talks about how she's always trying to get to the next thing and I kind of resonated with that a lot because I feel like I'm always trying to reinvent my style and I'm always trying to change it up. I never want to like the the thing that I love and the beauty about fashion is that you can decide whoever you want to present to the world on that day. Mm-hmm. Decide like depending on what you wear. So I kind of love the idea of like changing it every couple months. You know, I've gone through like a grunge phase or like right now I'm really in a big um, like I love a lot of color and I love like pulling inspiration from like the 60s and like the mod like colors and like stuff like that. So that's something I've been really into recently. Uh, what's been your favorite phase that you've gone through so far? Um, I don't know. I think the it's always going to be like the phase that I'm in is my favorite. Yeah, like live in the present. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's been some good ones in there. Yeah, so you said you pull, I mean, I think currently you said you pull from like the 60s and stuff like that. Do you find yourself pulling inspiration from like any other sources? Um. Yeah, I mean, I get a lot of inspiration from like Pinterest and like Instagram. Uh, TikTok actually recently is like there's so many – so many good creatives and like people that are so talented on TikTok. Um, and I think it like when you find someone that really inspires you, that kind of influences your own personal style. So I look for inspiration kind of everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, I know that TikTok has influenced, like, like, again, back to Celine for some reason, or Hedy Slaman. He did another collection, his old, I think it was, 
uh autumn winter 20 i think was um like called like the dancing boy or something like that and it was just straight inspired by like just tiktok trends which i thought was i respect the move but like i don't know at what, a lot of people sorry go ahead it's like at what point are you like compromise like are you compromising a higher art by trying to be more relatable that's what i was thinking about that too because i feel like he was trying to like he was trying too hard to kind of like you know, give to like the kids or like kids already stuff like that who are like on mm-hmm. TikTok. But then with his most recent collection, I think that he's kind of straight away from that and he's doing his own thing again. But um, anyways, t- it's just tangent central right here. Um, back to you. What are some <laughs> of your favorite uh, pieces that you own currently? Oh, oh my goodness. I just got this coat from Goodwill. Um, recently, I've well, not recently. I think of around 2018, I realized that I don't – I would never buy, like, leather and fur unless it was, like, secondhand, unless it was already made. Mm-hmm. And um, I just recently got this piece from Goodwill, and it's a leather, like, jacket, and it has, like, faux fur on the ends. It gives me very – hold on. It's, like um, – it gives me very Phoebe from Friends vibes. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I love it. It's super cool. Super 70s. Again, just like mm-hmm. I love like the free spirited movement. And I just like keep coming back to that to pull inspiration from. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what, what have been some of your favorite trends over over the years? Not just with you, but with like the whole scene. Hmm, I, I don't really. I'm trying to think. I love dramatic outerwear. That's been something that I've been really into recently. What do you um, mean by like like dramatic, just like super out there, like crazy, 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 or just like yes. huge? I mean, I just love like different like colored outerwear or like something that's different than just like a black and white coat or like um, I love like I have this like red leather like – uh, jacket that I really like a lot like any jacket has been like and it's also a super easy way to like spice up a really plain outfit mm-hmm. that is true I mean I feel like I definitely want to get more into outerwear especially seeing how cold it gets in some areas of the of the country since I'm in Idaho mm-hmm. right now like I need I think I, I might invest in like a good jacket but anyways um let's talk about Garden in Black now so how did you originally become a stylist for Garden in Black so freshman year, I applied as a writer because I had um, written for my high, my high school newspaper and I really wanted to get into magazine work. And so I applied as a writer and I wrote all f- through freshman year and I started writing a lot of like fashion um, geared articles. Mm-hmm. And then my um, s- the end of my freshman year, my um, I went up to the style director at the time, Jasmine, and I was like, I'd love to work on style team. I write a lot of fashion articles and we did an interview and then I became a part of style team and then she graduated in December. So it was a really quick turnaround from being a stylist to then being style director. Um, but it was really fun. Um, yeah. And I, I've now got, I think this will be my third magazine as style mm-hmm. director. So yeah. it's been really what fun. Was, what was that transition like just going from just a member on style team to like style director? Um, I think I didn't realize how passionate about it I was going to be. Like, I knew I loved fashion. I knew this is what I wanted to do. But it wasn't really until I saw my work in print that I was like, Mm 
oh, wow, this is like, mm-hmm. I can hold this. I made this, you know? And it, yeah. it just grew my passion that much more. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, is, would you say that's, like, your biggest motivator is, is just putting stuff out that you like? Um, I think so. I mean, I also just love, like, collaborating with people that I that I love. Like, I love working with art photographers and, like, um, and I just have, like, favorite people on staff that come to me with these crazy ideas because they know, like, I have these outlandish ideas for style. And mm-hmm. I would, like, I love to work with people on that. Yeah. So crazy ideas for style. That kind of goes into my next question. How do you come up with the ideas for your spreads? Because some of them, I looked at all the ones you've done. They're phenomenal. All of them are great. Thank um, you. I would say, I mean, just going off of me, my personal my personal favorite is probably the Urban Cowboy one. I yeah. love that one a lot. But um, how do you, yeah, how do you come up with the ideas for your, for your spreads? So for that one in particular, um, that one was actually inspired by Lil Nas's Grammy look, the Versace, oh, the pink. The, the yeah, pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, the minute I saw that on the runway, I said, I'm doing a menswear shoot. Like, I have yeah. to. It's amazing. <laughs> and um, I really wanted to shoot with – I've always wanted to shoot with animals. Um, mm-hmm. And I – you know, I, we took this whole idea of, like, shooting with horses and, like, making it – like, doing – a cowboy-esque shoot in Columbia, South Carolina, but not making it country, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, Urban Cowboy. Um, what's been your favorite, like, spread you've done? Well, you've – didn't you need to say that the Urban Cowboy was the was your favorite one, or is that uh... – it's, it's one of my favorites. I think any spread that um, we've done kind of, like, the first has been my favorite. So Urban Cowboy was our first ever all menswear shoot. So mm-hmm. that one will always like hold a special piece in my heart. And then also we just did our first ever makeup editorial, Love Your Mothers, which was um, I did all the makeup for that. And getting to show like another part of like my creative side that also kind of holds a special piece in my heart. So anything that we mm-hmm. do that is like groundbreaking for Garnet and Black has been my favorite. Nice. How did you come up with the idea for the for the Love Your Mothers spread? Because that one was really cool it's a very original like concept as well thank you um I just kind of actually when I was like when we were in lockdown and I did a lot of like nature walks and um I just thought about like oh I want to create like looks on my face that kind of emulate like the beauty that I see in in nature Mm -hmm. so I kind of had um these three color schemes of the sky like browns and the leaves and stuff and then the green so um, I kind of created looks based on those elements in nature, and then we shot them, and it was so so fun. I loved that. Yeah, that shoe was that shoe was really really interesting. It's definitely something I've I've never seen before. Um, do you like for someone? Let's say you're talking to someone who's like, I guess kind of like me trying to break into someone trying to break into like something that you do, like a kind of like a director type role, or just be bigger in media. Do you have any tips for someone who wants to be either like become a stylist or just break into media? Um, my mom says this to me all the time, but I would say probably like squeaky wheel gets the grease <laughs> with how like you just have to be willing to put yourself out there and be willing to say I'm interested. And for a while that really scared me because I was always like, well, what if I'm not qualified enough? Or what if they don't want what, you know, what I have to offer? But if you mm-hmm. never put yourself out there, you're never going to know. 
Yeah, that makes sense. You can't really be afraid of failure, I guess. Um, so back to just like the stylist aspect of this, what's what would you say is like the most important part of the process of styling someone else? Because like, I feel like dressing myself is like hard enough sometimes because like I mm-hmm. I, don't, I have too many choices, whatever, whatever. But how do you do that for someone else? Um, it, I mean, I really love like kind of creating a partnership between like the model and whoever you're whoever you're styling or the stylist and the model. I love like texting them and see what like their ideas are. Um, and a lot with like photographers too. I love to make everything like really collaborative. Mm-hmm. But um, I think just like my big thing is fit. Like I love when something is tailored and fits like perfectly that just like oh it's so good so like I try to really pay attention to like fit when I'm styling someone else that's why like Mm -hmm. um we have a shoot tomorrow and I this will be after this I'm going to my fourth fitting (laughs) um because um I'll style the models and then if something doesn't work or if something doesn't fit exactly right then I'll go back and pull again and then we'll find something that works and fits better and so for me it's really just about paying attention to that detail yeah so i think fit is is super important in in my own personal style i think that's kind of what got me into fashion just regardless was just experimenting with the different fits of different of of the same kind of clothes like baggier t-shirts slim fit t-shirts mm-hmm. whatever whatever that would that's kind of what opened my eyes to like uh the whole you know world of this whole this this fashion stuff but um, I mean, what to you, what would you say is like your, your kind of like styling philosophy? Um, I think just like wear what you're confident in and wear what like makes you happy. I don't, I think style is subjective that, mm-hmm. um, if you're truly happy in anything that you're wearing, no one can tell that, tell you that you don't have style. It's kind yeah. of, um, I've heard like, if you are truly happy where you are, no one can tell you that you're unsuccessful. And I kind of apply that with style as well. It's like mm-hmm. if you are truly happy in what you're wearing in your own skin, no one can tell you that you don't have style. Yeah. It's, it's how you wear it, not what you wear in my book. Right. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I think honestly my biggest thing for, for, for I guess my personal style philosophy is just like these literally just like have fun. Um, yeah. I think it's it's so important. My friend made a joke and and which is like honestly kind of good advice. He said, um, "What do you say? If you can't if you can't like dance around in what you're wearing, it's probably not a good fit, anyways." Yeah, and I was like, I "That's that. that's that's true, honestly." Um, but again, back to you, Tangent City over here. But whatever. I love the tangents. <laughs> tangents are great, <laughs> but are there have there been any like constants throughout your your style choices or maybe? um your stylistic choices when you're styling someone else over the years um I don't I think just paying attention to detail and to fit I've always been like a sucker about like tailoring and stuff but Mm -hmm. as far as like styling goes not really and I I kind of love that like it is ever-changing and like um you do kind of get to reinvent yourself if you want to and yeah I think super cool yeah what are some trends that you see like coming up in the future since you said you're you're a trend watcher um i think a lot of color blocking is probably gonna come back um i can see like i'm experimenting right now with a lot of color and 
Um, because, you know, I feel like for a while we scaled it back and a lot of things were like white, black, gray, a lot of neutrals. And, um, I think now that everyone has been in isolation for so long, they're like, (laughs) they're really like finding themselves and they're really kind of experimenting and getting creative. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, more like experimentation with color and silhouette is going to come out of that. Yeah, I do too. I've I've definitely been experimenting with um like color. I bought a pair of what were they loafers that I wear quite often that are, are just literally just like white and black, but they're like color blocked. It, they're kind of, I don't have them with me. I wish I oh, did. Yeah. I wish I was in my apartment, but um they'll probably be on the Instagram at some point. But yeah, I've been experimenting with a bunch of color. Um, obviously not right now, but that's beside the point. Um, but I do think like honestly the pandemic kind of change a lot of people's like personal style in my opinion just because mm-hmm. people kind of had it were forced to spend a lot of time like by themselves and really think about like what they were doing and like what they should change and stuff like that so honestly maybe this pandemic is, is going to be good for fashion but who knows only time will tell i also think it kind of like made people unafraid to wear what they want to wear i mean if you're mm-hmm. in your house you don't you don't have anyone to like say that you can't wear that or like that looks weird or that's not yeah. what you normally wear. So I think mm-hmm. it kind of encouraged people to get a little more creative and inventive. Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, that's what I do when I like when I get like a new like kind of crazier thing. It's I, I kind of just like wear it around the house just so I can like get comfortable in it yeah. and then I and then I wear it out. So I think yeah, maybe this pandemic maybe will be good for fashion. Maybe it might not be. Who knows? Um, but speaking of in the future, do you think that we're gonna sp- like see any more like overlap between cultures and fashion like with the urban cowboy stuff i hope so i think so i think i think culture has made its way into fashion um i think it's always been a part of fashion but now especially and i just love that like fashion is so much more inclusive than it used to be I mm-hmm. always like even it within like Garnet and Black. I've always said you know styles for everyone, and um, I think fashion should be for everyone. There was a, a kind of a point, a period of time where um, fashion was like this elitist thing that like yeah. you could only you could only be stylish if you like had the money or if you had like mm-hmm. if you had all these things. And I don't. I think that that is starting to be broken down, and that's yeah. something that I really love. I remember, like that kind of happened to me in 2016. Um, this is this will probably be on the second episode that's releasing uh, this Friday. Or no, it's, this is, I messed up the timeline. Anyways, but the the thing that kind of s- took me out of fashion was like just people just being like, "You don't have this shoe. Who are you to tell me how to dress? Like you don't have like you don't know fashion like whatever." And I was like, uh, "It's kind of weird." So I just kind of dipped out for a little bit, and then I came back when people were like, "Oh, maybe like having the newest Yeezys." isn't the coolest thing ever or like having the newest any social social club t-shirt isn't the coolest thing ever we should probably just start you know letting people wear what they want but mm-hmm. people are still like gatekeeping it for some reason i i, I yeah. hate when people like gatekeep fashion and be like you can't wear this because you're not this level of whatever um it's i hate it but what's your take on gatekeeping because i don't even know like is there like gatekeeping with like stylists or like I don't even know um not really um I think it is very easy to kind of get competitive with styling um because you know you're looking at what some you're not like designing the clothes you're putting 
your pieces on someone else. Mm -hmm. So when you're making those connections with like other people, it's very easy to compare. And I think that that's why like sometimes it can be a little um, harmful. But I think rather than like compare, we should collaborate. Like I think I love working with multiple stylists because they bring in new points of view. Yeah, I do too. I love like seeing other people's, um, seeing how they dress and trying to like incorporate that, but not like just straight jack their style kind of put my own little you know twist on it um i think collaboration is great especially in fashion fashion is such a subjective thing that you kind of need differing opinions to kind of elevate yourself into where you want to be um back to you um the illumination spread that spread was super super cool and it kind of opened my eyes up to like how light kind of affects what you wear because i like all the pieces in that shoot were black and white right right yeah and the i did i never realized that like how much color from the from the outside can actually like affect it what what was the inspiration for that so that shoot taught me so many lessons i love that shoot um that shoot was originally supposed to be a projector shoot and then we got to the j school and the projector like didn't work we had to scrap the projector so we started playing around and we started playing around with these gel lights and Mm -hmm. we saw that when you put one blue light and one red light it made it look kind of like a 3d movie um and it made the models had two different color shadows like she had a red shadow and a blue shadow Um, which I thought was so cool. And so we started playing around with like different shadows and light and how the light could reflect onto the white or black clothing and give it this whole new life. And that's where it kind of started. But the fact that shoot really taught me to like, if you have a solid concrete idea to just keep pushing because you'll find, you'll find a way to make it work and you'll like, you just, you never really should give up on a solid concrete idea. I can agree with that. And um, I think with that, we can uh, wrap this thing up. Parker, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at underscore Parker page underscore. And you can find my work on the Garnet and Black website or in a copy of Garnet and Black. <laughs> nice. Pick it up at the, at where you can get the, where can you get Garnet and Black, by the way, on campus? Um, we have copies in the J School and Russell House, um, mainly in all the main academic buildings around campus. Um, so go get yours. You can follow us on Instagram at FitCheckPod, where we will be posting behind-the-scenes content and fit pics and a mood board to go along with every single episode every single Friday. Our producer and editor is Joshua Teckel, and this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org. 